everyone. Welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. We've got another teamless Tuesday. Daniel and Mooney are joining me. How are we, gentlemen? Good, mate. How are you? Good. Thank you, brother. Daniel, how are you going? Very good, Burmo. You excited for Teamless Tuesday, mate? Absolutely. Let's get into it. Yeah, look, I look, I, I might just do the first game and then clock off, boys. This is this is the only game that matters. We got uh, North Queensland and Newcastle. Um, Colin Hess out. Uh, HIA failed his HIA against the Roosters. Going to miss it uh, with the short turnaround. Uh, Tommy Gilbert into the starting side. We like what we saw from him um, on the weekend. Uh, so very happy for for him to come into the starting side. Um, uh, making his debut, uh, and I don't want to pronounce this wrong, but Helam uh, Lukey uh, comes onto the bench. Uh, and then for the Knights, um, Hunt out, redid his hamstring, unfortunately. Braden Musgrove comes in, and obviously KP is still out. Uh, Daniel, why don't you unpack this first game for us? Yeah, sure thing. Look, the, the Knights are going to, I think, struggle through this game. Um, Cowboys looked quite good against the Roosters, even, even if they didn't come away with the win. Um, I think uh, probably Drinkwater and Holmes are just going to run away um, in terms of um, points in this game. Um, Holmes had a pretty good showing against the Roosters with a 50. Um, had a decent amount of attacking stats, six tackle busts, made 190 metres, and look, I don't see that changing here against the Knights. Could have a field day uh, running through some of these players. The Knights um, didn't look great on the weekend. Um, I think they're just missing Ponga and just that controlling half. They're, they're really struggling to find a bit of consistency. So I, I really do see Holmes um, really running away um, with a couple of tries probably to his name this week and going big. So he looks... He's a, we've already talked about him as a decent pod um, in the wing of fullbacks, but um, yeah, he looks the looks the goods this week to come away with a big score if you have him. Um, I think the other one is yeah uh, Scott Drinkwater as a as another pod wing of fullback, but as uh, I think Mooney said the other day as well, uh, he's probably not that upper echelon of winger fullback when you've got so many to choose from, like your Pongers, your Tedesco's, Tom Trebojevic. Like, there's just so many winger fullbacks with getting good, consistent scores. It's just hard to pick them all and put them in your team. So, um, yeah, they're two big ones. Tamalolo as well. He had a had a good showing against the Roosters. Not, um, not what we were expecting. I think a lot of people were hoping he was going to get into the, into like the 60s, 70s again after his 84 against the the Broncos, but only managed a 50. Uh, could wait one more week. He's still got 64 minutes, so he's still got big minutes, but just didn't get anything in the way of attacking stats. I think against the Roosters, it's probably down to the the quality of the opponent um, more than anything. But his break even's around 59 this week, so might be another one just to to wait and see how he goes. Hopefully he gets another 60, 65 minute um, performance out and, you know, gets another 60 or 50, 60 odd, then he would look like a buy. Um, what do you reckon, Moon? Yeah, I, I agree. Jason Tomlin, oh, Jason Tomlin, I reckon, is a buy, good buy now. Um, coming okay. into these origin rounds, I, I really like that as a purchase. Um, yeah, no, he's probably the best of this of this. Um, Cowboys pack, I reckon, your best bang for your buck um, at the moment, fantasy-wise, in my opinion. But Yeah, I'd say that's probably about it. Tom Gilbert, I'm sure he'll play well, but um, probably not a, a fantasy option, I don't think. Probably not going to be in that starting squad long-term. Um, I, I don't mind him as a fantasy option. He's just priced awkwardly. I think he's around 450-ish K. Um, and I, I think he's probably got to be in this team somewhere. Like, I really liked what I saw from last, um, last week. He's probably a bit big to be a second rower. I would have thought, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll wait and see, I guess. Yeah. Um, How about these Knights? We'll move on to this Knights team. I think, honestly, the most um, I'm most excited to see Bradman Best perform um, this week against the Cowboys. Looking at him uh, up against, you know, either Jarvid Bowen or uh, Lemon Lemelu, 
Um, I think I might have stuffed that up, that name, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> apologies, Connolly. He, um, I, I think that he's just a, a bigger body and um, could run right down um, down that edge. So uh, I'm very excited to see um, if he can if he can perform. And look, if if he doesn't, then um, I'm probably not looking to pick him up at all this season. Um, but you know, I, I think this is one of these games that you know will sort of you know prove to see if he's actually going to be that that centre gun this year, um, Bradman. But we'll wait and see, I suppose. Otherwise, um, yeah, the likes of Jaden Braley and Tyson Brazell should be good. Tyson Brazell's probably got a good couple of weeks before he goes into that Blues Origin squad, I dare say. Um, so yeah, make the most of that'll be nice to have him in your squad while you can. If you if you have him, probably not a buy now. Um, yeah, Jaden Braley will still be a probably a popular captaincy option once um, Nathan Cleary goes into these into the Origin teams as well. So, um, looking for him. Hopefully, he can keep his eighty-minute performances up. I think he only played seventy-four minutes the other week, but um, yeah, wouldn't mind Ho- hoping he just keeps his eighty-minute role. Basically, Connor Watson can um, can stick to the that lock role. Otherwise, it's going to be sort of much of a muchness from the rest of them. I'm actually speaking of the man himself, Connor Watson, hoping he keeps his minutes as well. He played, you know, good good minutes last week. So, um, you know, hopefully he can keep up upwards of around 50 minutes. Um, that'd be good to see. Otherwise, um, I am also interested to see what Mitchell Barnett does again. If, he's, if he starts um, playing around that 40 minutes consistent, consistently, then he's um, a big old sell probably. Um uh, probably after Origin, I'd be looking to upgrade him. Um, but otherwise, I think this should be, yeah, it should be a decent game. I do see the Cowboys winning, though. Are we Ambush. are we saying that um, Connor Watson's what a hold when yeah. Frizzell goes into Origin? A hold, a hold for both both Mitchell Barnett and Connor Watson. Um, you know, while they might have a few disappointing scores, but when Tyson Frizzell goes back into Goes into Origin camp, Kalen Ponger as well. Mitchell Barnett will will undo all the kicking and stuff, and will play eighty minutes on an edge. And Connor Watson will go back to playing fifty or sixty minutes at that lock roll. So, um, at both their points will go back to what they were for the first five or so rounds. Um, you know, around the fifty sixties for both of them. The um the other thing I want to bear in mind, boys, as well, is Blake Green's been named in the twenty one. Um, obviously not in the uh, in the run on side or in the reserves, but named in the twenty one. So. Might be a chance, might be something to keep an eye on, so who knows. As well, does that uh, does that change anything for you guys at all? No, not really. I think he no. just is a straight swap for Phoenix Cross. Yeah. I don't even think yeah, he gets a bench good. spot with Connor Watson on the bench. Um, Connor Watson can play literally anywhere, so... Um, yeah, I was going to say... no point carrying him. Yeah, does anyone have Blake Crean or Phoenix Crossland? Hang on, you know what? Oh, that's that's a bloody good question. Let me. Oh, this might be really humbling for Blake Green here, but let's. Uh, let's <laughs> I mean, Crossland's not a bad shout, but he, he was unfortunately 1%. never gonna. Yeah, he was never gonna stay in for long. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, Phoenix Crossland might have been a nice cheapie if you had a had a few more weeks of him, but yeah. So yeah, looks like Josh. Uh, Josh Blake Green might come back in there. Um, yep. Anything else you want to touch on from this game, boys? No, nah, pretty happy, I think, with that game. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Uh, moving on to the next game, uh, we've got the uh, Warriors and the Tigers. Uh, Josh Curran, uh, for the Warriors, out for up to a month, two to four weeks, they said, uh, hyperextended his elbow. Rocco Berry uh, out this week as well. Uh, Foul is HIA. Marcelo Montoya comes into the side. Um, Kane Evans comes to the starting side. Justavanga named to start off the bench. Uh, Jack Murchie comes into the back row. Uh, Bailey Siren and out. 
Uh, for the West Tigers, uh, same team that played last week with Dewey named in the centres again, and by at six. Um, yeah, look, that's yeah, that that's the tail of the tape there, boys. Mooney, do you want to get into it? Yeah, I'll talk about this Warriors team. And look, it's kind of going to be much for muchness as what they have been for the last few weeks as well. Um, as I mentioned um, on the... The last round wrap-up, the Magic round wrap-up, the RTS is going to be a sell, unfortunately, um, with Reese Walsh still in this team. Um, Reese Walsh will come in you know, around the 40-minute mark, maybe even a little bit earlier, the way he's playing, um, and we'll take that full-back role, and RTS will go to an edge, uh, go to the wing, unfortunately. So um, Rogers are going to be a sell, um, and with no origin players in this team... Um, yeah, it's it's not really something that's going to change over the origin period. So I think that that's probably one to one to look at if you're an RTS owner. Would be looking to get him up to, you know, yeah, I'll look any other winger fullback. Um, it's almost a straight swap for Tedesco at this point, surely. Um, or you know, even someone that's not going to play um, origin. So that was probably the big move there for me. Um, otherwise, Cody Nikarim is still producing decent scores. Um, so that's he's still a, a cheeky point of difference, a little bit expensive um, at this at this stage, I think. Um, and no, Josh Curran's um, kind of hurts a lot of coaches, I think, this week. Um, he's I'd still call him a hold, um, considering he could be back in two weeks, and um, you know will be a good edge to have, especially if, you know if you're holding David Fafita still. Um, he can fill that tricky edge spot, so. Um, I would I would still call him a hold. Otherwise, Tohu Harris is still excellent value as always. He's still around the eight hundred and fifteen or so thousand. But um, yeah, if he's going to keep smashing out sixties, he's got to be a must-have. I think in that um, in that mid region. Um, yeah, and also Reese Walsh. You know, a question I have for you boys is: if you don't have him, would you would you buy him? He's at four hundred thousand, I think, at the moment. Um, you know, is is he someone that you would look to don't, bring in if you need to? Don't talk to me about Reese Walsh. You talk to me out of it. Don't don't talk <laughs> to me about Reese Walsh. He shouldn't be scoring as well as he is. He's playing forty minutes yeah. on, from the bench. Listen, listen to how defensive you are, because you know what you did. You yeah, you I'm know crazy, what you did. I should have picked him up too. <laughs> talk me out of it. You you if, buddy, you're sucking me into your into your BS Reese Walsh hate. I'm off if you. you if you don't have him, you, you can't really go him now. He's already priced out really as a cheapy um cash care option, especially yeah, too, coming too from the expensive bench. for the for the for the question mark that is his role. So Yeah. I agree. He's he's good. I've I've got him on my bench though. Um I'm pretty happy to run with him, but uh yeah, at the moment I don't think you'd pick him up. I mean, there is a chance that he oh, gets are a, you, are a you trying, role. Are you are you are you reverse psychology? Are you trying to are you, are you trying to Trying to keep him for yourself? Are you trying to say something? What? 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 what no, no, not at all. Is he, what, is he starting a fullback? He got he got a hundred in him this week. What? I reckon he, he, if he gets a permanent role in this this Warriors squad, he's absolutely cheap as chips. Oh, but I'm just I, on you. I'm, so, I'm on you. I'm, I'm bringing him in and I'm captaining him. I know what you're do trying it. to do. No, go on, do this it. Week. Do it. All right, you watch might, him. Watch him outscore Cleary. Watch him. <laughs> You'll need someone to outscore Cleary, won't you? <laughs> yeah, not not gonna happen. Okay, well, the next question is, if you have Reese Walsh, do you start him um, on your as a scoring reserve or in your wing of fullbacks or whatever? Well, I think a lot of people have to at the moment. There, A lot of people have got a lot bigger problems, like Pappenhausen's out again this week, Pong is out. Um, there's still, yeah, like Fafida, Curran, there's, there's a lot of players still out, so a lot of people will have to play him this week. Um, he's my 
18th man and I only have 18 players. So yeah, that's just where he's going to sit. I think he's good because he'll make a, he'll still make a bit of cash, um, but you can't rely on him scoring 70s. Like when he came on, he was absolutely dynamic, but th- I don't think he was meant to get 50 minutes. He just played so well that they kept him on for that long in the end. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you have him, he's good value. He's going to make you a bit of cash, but if you don't have him, I wouldn't risk going him. He could make another maybe 100k but that's not guaranteed either his scores and his minutes won't be guaranteed at all each each week yeah, fair enough yeah, anyway talk us through this um <laughs> this tigers team yeah tigers uh look had a good win on the weekend against the knights um Moses Embi and Luke Brooks kind of stole the show, played really well. Dewey also had a double to his name, so he looked quite good at centre. I think he's meant to be, or Madge wants him to be, the Tigers' long-term centre. Um, I think they just need a halfback, the Tigers, really, to go along with um, Brooks. I don't know if Embi is, like, a long-term... Obviously, he's quite old already, Embi, I'm pretty sure. So I don't think he's a long-term um, 5'8 partner there. 27, sorry, 27, Moses Embi. Really? I thought he was over 30, surely. No, no, I'm I'm happy no? to, to confirm. He is okay, forty-two. <laughs> Look, um, I don't see them being the long-term halves here at the Tigers, but I think Madge sees Dewey as a twenty-seven long-term. Oh, there you go. You were right. Okay. Um. Oh, shock me. Tom was right. <laughs> <laughs> but Embi's Embi's that like player that can play basically anywhere. He had a very good showing on the weekend at um at five eight. Um, and could be playing there, I guess, long-term for the time... Well, not long-term, for the time being. Um, and at 300, I think he's only 300k, could be a very good center option because that's what he's sitting at in fantasy. So um, if he... I think he got 27, but with a sin binning we were talking about the other day. So he could be a, a genuine, cheapy option in the centers, um, obviously playing halfback here for the Tigers, but in the centers in your, in your fantasy team. So um, one to look out for if he can, yeah like get some consistent scores and um, get some decent base stats because he'll, yeah, he's, he's in that tricky center position. Um, outside of that, a lot of people are ruining the fact that Simpkins still out. Um, I think that's just the fact that the Tigers had a good game. Um, Madge could still shake things up again if they have a, have another rough game against the Warriors. So um, uh, I'm, kind of leaning towards Simpkin as a hold, but at the same time, um, I think a lot of people want to sell him as they've got a lot of, as probably a lot of people have a lot of injuries and um, not playing players this week. So um, look, if you have to trade him, he's probably one you can trade, but if you can afford to hold him, he's probably worth a hold. Um, And the other one here in this Tigers team is Dana Laurie. Um, A lot of people are selling him because he's obviously made his cash, but I think he's he's in that position on the wing that uh, as a winger fullback in fantasy that um, you kind of will need going through State of Origin just because of the fact that you know Tedesco, Pappenhausen, uh, Turbo, who else is there at fullback? Latrell, they'll all be out, so um, you'll need your wingers um, come Origin. And Laurie's not going to lose a lot of cash, um, but neither is he going to make a lot of cash. He's probably peaked at his cash, but he's not going to go back to being only you know. 300k so i think he's probably a long-term hold until um after round 17 i think they the tigers are playing the round 17 game correct me if i'm wrong um i think that they're playing round 13 but you know what, they're playing round 13 okay they are playing round 13 just check then so um he's probably a hold until about round 16 i guess and then you could probably trade him um up or upgrade him to someone that'll play around 17 and then um, that's a keeper and hold them for the rest of the season. So I'd say Laurie is a, a hold for this origin period. 
And unless you boys have anything else on the Tigers, I think that's it. All I'm going to say is stop trying to make Moses Embai happen. <laughs> I will fight for him to happen. He was he was a genuine gun at the dogs though when he was in ha- in the halves. Um I think that was alongside Josh Reynolds though, so he was doing a lot more of the kicking um then whereas Brooks is doing a lot of the kicking yeah, now. So and he played the same position more than just one two or three weeks in a row. So Yeah. I can't believe you can't justify picking up Moses M by <laughs> it's, it's it, but it's back to back pods now. He's serious about it. <laughs> Sticking to his guns to, to his credit, but... First five rounds was first well, first probably six or seven rounds was the Jimmy Roberts chat. Now we're on to Amby. Mate, bit <laughs> of consistency. Like... Bit of consistency and he'll he'll go good. Consistency. Alright, fair enough. No, no, you know what? I'll happily I'll be proven it. wrong because he's a he's a Queenslander. I like Moses, so I'll happily be proven wrong. <laughs> like decent, I, decent uh, pod as well. Only in three uh, percent of teams. Yeah. Like like I said, like I say often with you, Daniel. I, I I'd agree with you, but then we'd uh, then we'd both be wrong. <laughs> For God's sake. Yeah, move on. Come on, Burmo. <laughs> All right, too easy. Uh, on to the next game. That's on. That's the second Friday night game, I believe. We've got the old rivalry, Sharks and, and Dragons. Um, basically, Sharks, Shark is saying 1-17 uh, that played in the Magic Round. So your, your man, who's been training the house down, keeps his, uh, keeps his spot, Daniel. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. Love that. Uh, uh, dragons. Few, one, one or two changes for the Dragons, lads. Uh, Josh, <laughs> Josh Maguire uh, got done um, for any number of incidents, probably probably contributed to his five weeks. Um, <laughs> for, take, take your pick. Fui Maiono, um, Gornski's for five weeks as well. Michaela Ravalava, two weeks as Gornski's. Tarek Sims, one week is also gone. So the Dragons boys had a big old night at the uh, the judiciary. And then um, Matty Dufty is out with a the, with the shoulder injury. So... Here it comes. All right, just I got to get through this. Cody Ramsey goes from wing to fullback. Jordan Pereira comes back from suspension on one wing. Max Fenai goes to the other wing. Billy Burns comes into the centers off the bench when he was uh, part of that back row rotation. So new back row is Jackson Ford and Poasa Farmasilli. Jaden Hunt has been named to make his uh, NRL debut. Uh, Junior Amone, Kate Ellis, and Daniel Alvaro are on the bench, I believe. Whew, a few changes there, gentlemen. Um, Mooney, you nailed that. But, yeah, um, yeah. Thank you. I'm a would, would love to. Professional I'm... host, mate. Like, it's if <laughs> I was ever in doubt. It is not your first rodeo. It's not my first rodeo. I'm going to talk about um, this Sharks team, probably, I think. Um, <laughs> look, it's going to be a depressing game, full of full of errors, I think, but Sharks surely get the chocolates here. Um yeah, talking points, I guess. Um, you know, as always, I'm g- never going to stop talking about him. Um, my boy, Matt Moylan, love to see it. Um, could lose his spot if Shawnee Johnson makes his way back into this squad. He's named as in number 18 jersey at the moment, so I wouldn't be surprised if he makes his way back from a hamstring um, injury last week or the week before. Um yeah, don't know about SJ. He's not um, not really feeling me with confidence to to bring him in um, into a into my squad. I think even though he's losing a heap of cash, um, he's just not you know the old SJ that um, I want to see that is that can go to scoring you know fifties every week. Um, so not filling me with heaps of confidence, unfortunately. But um, if you're a Chad Townsend owner still, I don't think – I think there's only 3.1, I think I just checked, and um, owners of Chad Townsend, while SJ is out of this team, um, 
I would be holding on to Chad because he'll score decently. Um, probably got a base of like 40, I think, while Sean Johnson's out um, and a ceiling of 60, 70, maybe if he scores a try. So don't mind that. Um, just be one to, you know, if you're still an owner, I would be trading him out late if um, Sean Johnson's named. Um, I still like the pickup of Aiden Tolman while he's getting big minutes um, in the middle for the Sharks. They have to do a lot of defending, so um, he's just going to rack up the tackles, so I quite like that. Um, otherwise, yeah, Daniel, your boy Andrew Fafita, does he pick up? Surely. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, not until he gets some minutes. He, he needs what about What was all this training for minutes. then? His PPM, so, his PPM was good, wasn't it? Didn't you yeah, say? Yeah, 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 exactly. He, he needs fifteen to, what, to nineteen minutes. To 19. Yeah, exactly. So he needs about fifty minutes to get a decent score, um, which he's capable of. But I think at the moment he's he's had he's got too many knee problems to play big minutes at this stage. But definitely a good impact impact player on the bench. Um, just what you're talking about, Sean Johnson. He's uh, he's uh, his first game back against the Dogs. He didn't play the full game, and he got a 35. But other than that game, he's played the Storm and the Panthers so far. And obviously, um, historically, halves don't play well against those two teams. They just kind of dominate the the encounter. So he only got about a 40, I think, in each of those games. So um, and one of those games against the Panthers, he did he had 400 kick meters. So. Um, he could bounce back, but it's going to be a bit of a wait and see. I think for Sean Johnson, he might need uh, you know a few more games under his belt before he really hits his stride. Um. Anyway, outside of the Sharks, we have the Dragons. Yay! Um, <laughs> look, <laughs> I hate you left me with this team, Moon. <laughs> the only really fantasy, I think, option with all these injuries and everything that's happened. Um, is probably still Jack Bird. He's still scoring well. He had a 33 um, on the weekend against the Storm, which is pretty good considering the Storm really controlled that contest. Um, luckily, he kept his uh, missed tackles down, which helped him get over the 30 mark. So um, if you have him, he's still a hold. He's still going to um, perform well. He just had a bit of a quiet game against the Storm. Um, should bounce back here against the Sharkies, hopefully. Um, he's probably going to be the only real attacking player for the Dragons, I'd say. Him and Cody Ramsey, of course. So Cody Ramsey at fullback is pretty interesting as well. Dufty, I think, is out for four weeks, roughly, I think, was the man. No, they uh, said, they said one to two. Back. Yeah, round yeah. 12. Oh, really? He's okay. surgery and everything, so. Ah, okay. So um, I must be a bit behind then. So, yeah. You researched, Cody... Daniel. Come on, mate. It's a serious I did. Show. That's, I thought it was four. <laughs> there you go. Um... Run a podcast. Come on, Daniel. <laughs> First, so... you get Moses Embiid's age wrong. Now this. Oh, I know, right? We've um... just lost listeners and credibility. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of credibility there. Yeah. Um... yeah. What little we had is now gone. <laughs> Look, I, if Cody Ramsey would have been an option if Dufty was out longer or if he was out. Um, with a serious injury, but yeah, probably not if he's only out for one or two weeks. Um, I'm sure he'll put in a pretty good effort though against the Sharks, and I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, gets 150, 200 meters at the back there as well. But uh, yeah, going to be pretty hard with the team that they have. The Dragons, um, Ben Hunt and Corey Norman were pretty quiet on the weekend. Um, I know we've been talking up Ben Hunt a lot, but since we've been talking him up, he's come away with two very, very average scores. So I'd. I'm starting to get a bit worried. Like he had the one good game against the dogs, but the, the two games either side of that, where we've been talking him up, he had an 18 and a 37. So yeah, I'd be a bit worried if I'm a Ben Hunt owner. He's a very inconsistent, 
but um, needs obviously the attacking stats to to play well. So might be might be a trade out if you have him, um, but not many people do, and I'm sure a lot of people would be probably avoiding this Dragons team, um, which is fair. Um, yeah, I think that's really it. There's not really much to talk about here at the Dragons. I'd yeah, say. God, the less said about the Dragons, the better, boys. I reckon. Happy to so, happy to leave it there for that game. Happy yep. to move on. Jared Beal, though, um, out of retirement, number twenty-one. Love that. Is he, did, it, did he get named in the reserves? Yeah. Yes, he did. They're very short. Yeah. Stop it, boy! Oh, boy! That's huge. Good on him. If he, if he, got, I hope he goes well. To be honest, um, if he gets the game, if he, yeah, that. yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Um. Uh. Next game: Titans and Dogs. Okay, this could be anything. Um. Herman Sasa out. He tried to decapitate Brian Toto. So <laughs> that that man's out for three weeks on attempted murder charges. Uh, Tyron Peachy uh, out for two weeks as well. So Tino moves back from prop to lock. Mo Fodawaka joins the starting side. Uh, Sam Stone, Aaron Clark coming to the bench. Uh, Ash Taylor named amongst the reserves. Interesting to see whether he or Tana Boyd plays. Um, but yeah, so we'll wait and see what, uh, what happens there. Uh, for the Dogs, uh, Tuikatoa um, was sidelined after, again, an attempted murder by Josh Papali'i. Uh, <laughs> it was dangerous, Lachlan. The arm wrapped. Forceful. Live with it. <laughs> the word of the weekend, forceful. Uh, Nick Meany uh, moves out to the wing. Uh, Aaron Shoup uh, comes into the side in the centres. Uh, Dylan Napa named on the bench. Um, uh, Offahiki, Offahiki Ogden drops out to the reserves. Uh, Matt Dory uh, into the starting side. Adam, Adam Elliott back to the bench. Um and then that's it for for this game. Daniel, do you want to get us started? Yeah, sure. So the I, I kind of want to talk about this Bulldogs team, to be honest. Um, I'll leave the Titans to you, Moon. Um, DWZ at the back has been not too bad. Has been scoring quite well, even though he's not in a lot of teams. Um, probably not a fantasy option, but he's just been pretty consistent over the last few weeks. Um, came away with a sixty-six on the weekend. Um, looked pretty good as well, had a lot of tackle busts, a lot of attacking stats, and was involved in most of what the Bulldogs did. Um, he's mainly their main attacking player. Um, just, I don't know why, considering they have Kotrick, they've just thrown him on the wing for some reason. Um, but outside of that, um, interesting to see this uh, this young fella in the centres, Aaron Shook, to see how he goes. I think a lot of people will be enticed to buy him just because he's basement price, but I wouldn't get suckered in too quickly because he is playing for the Bulldogs, of course. Um, the other option... Uh, in this Bulldogs team, there's only two other real main options, uh, and they are in the way of Luke Thompson and Jake Avrillo. Um, the fact that Jake Avrillo has been named in the halves again um, is very good signs for his scoring. Should have a lot of kick meters, a lot of base stats, and um, be a lot uh, be involved in a lot of the attacking plays for the Dogs here. So should hopefully come away with another 50 odd score this week as long as he gets his um, gets those kick meters that he got last week. Um, Luke Thompson as well. He's the other big option here at the Dogs. He's been very consistent, getting a lot of base stats over the last few weeks. On the weekend, he came away with 43 tackles and 170 metres. Did have a lot of missed tackles as well. He missed five tackles, so he could have easily got over 60, even closer to 70, um, if he cut those errors and missed tackles out. So, um, yeah, he's putting up big numbers and is gen a genuine gun option um, in the middle. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, the kind of minutes he gets when Josh Jackson comes back. But I think the fact that they've dropped Adam Elliott to the bench is good signs for Luke Thompson. It seems like they really trust him in the middle there, and he's probably going to be getting around 65 to 70 minutes a game. Um, 
Renoff actually Renoff Atoni is an interesting one. He had a few good games. Um, not obviously very consistent because he comes off the bench and then starts and he's kind of back and forward. But uh, before, I think last week he had a rough game, but before that he had scores uh, of 66, 50 and uh, 66 as well. Uh, some very good high scores, but I think they come in games where he has a lot more attacking stats. In most of those games, he has three, four tackle busts and a try. So um Unless he gets his minutes up, because he only averages around that 40 to 50 minute mark. Unless he gets his minutes up to around the 60 mark, probably not a go. Um, so probably need a couple injuries in this dog squad before he gets a few more minutes in the middle. Um, but that's that's probably it for these dog the dogs team. Um, Elliot, if you still have him to sell now that he's on the bench, um, that's the other big call. So yeah, Moon, what about these Titans? Um, yeah, no, the Titans, oh, geez, they got, um, bloody Polax the other week. So I think, um, yeah, surely they come back, um, <laughs> with something, um, against the dogs. You know, the dogs look pretty good. So, I'll, um, they'll have their, their tails up and I reckon, um, this could be a cracking game, um, low key, but AJ Brimson's still Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is it tails up or did they just play the Raiders? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get too excited. Oh, man. <laughs> No, I think it'll be a cracking game because the dogs are really good. We got a team Thank that's you. got thumped by forty and the last team in the league. But yeah, beauty will be a cracker. It'll be a good game. No, you're right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Take my um, own negativity elsewhere. No, you're right. It's gonna be a cracker. Let's manifest it. Yeah, look, AJ Brimson still an enticing option at the back there. I mean, he did score a try and I think he got high thirties, but thirty-five last week. Thirty-five, and uh, but you're playing against the Panthers in a team that lost. 48 to 12. So um, I still think that AJ Brimson could be a decent option, um, you know, considering the price he's at. And if you need a winger fullback, um, you know, as we've said, you know, about the same about Val Holmes, that there's a lot out there. So AJ Brimson is probably one hard one to actually bring in if you're, if you're carrying four or five winger fullbacks at the moment. So, but yeah, he's, he's still an option, I think. Um, Ryan Kelly has been killing me a little bit. Um, you know, I, I touted him to be really good this year and he's sort of produ- produced nothing but mediocre scores um, or, you know, below par scores. So um, that kind of sucks. So less less of a buy now unless he starts, um, you know, playing like we know he can and just not pass the ball and tackle break City. So, you know, wait and see. Um from Brian Kelly, see if he can pick up his stats a little bit there. Jamal Fogarty is still um, decent pickup, very good uh, option to have over this origin period as well. Um, now, I really like that he's still in the around 600k, if not a little higher uh, mark. Now he's produced a few decent scores, uh, probably not great last week, but again, if you're in a losing team by that much, um, you're not going to produce anything. Um, major, I don't think. Milwaukee Fodawaka typically, um, once he gets his minutes uh, minutes back, he scores very well. So um, that's interesting. We'll probably be uh, reasonably short term. Tyron Peach gone for two weeks and straight into Origin Camp, I would imagine. So you know, maybe Fodawaka stays like this for a month, a month and a. You bit. reckon Peachy plays Origin? Yeah, I think he's in the squad at least. Okay, he's been pretty good um, as a ball playing lock. Um, and I think that he's definitely in the question whether, you know, the Blues go for Cameron Murray or Gerbo or Peachy or, you know, the 
thousand options that they have. But I was going to say, I, I'm pretty sure Murray, Radley, and Gerber are all ahead of him. I don't know that he gets a look in, to be honest. Wasn't oh, he a utility? He could play at 14, yeah. Yeah, he was but carried he's utility, but and... Pappenhausen might do that this year. He hasn't. He hasn't played. He hasn't played Origin for a little while. I don't think. Boys. He played last year. Did yeah, he played last year. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I believe you. Yeah, I, I believe you <laughs> too. Um, look, he he might miss out, and if he misses out, um, Tyron Peachy on squad selection, then he is a huge player to have um, when when he comes back from. Um, suspension, so that would be wild and would most certainly look at bringing him in um, in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, oh, even a few weeks after that, he'll um, lose a bit of cash if you if you really want to. Um... He did not play Origin last year. Pretty sure he did. He played Origin in 2018, and that's it. Yeah, last year. <laughs> I stand by it. I, I stand by it. <laughs> did he actually not play last year? I could have sworn he played last no, year. He played- 2018. I don't know what you boys are talking about. I was very oh, confident that he I'm the only game. one with credibility. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thanks, Bebo. Well, I don't have uh, I don't have my producer in my ear. That's all. Oh Just, wow! Well, gentlemen, Dadam, you there? <laughs> no, bug yeah. Nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, proven wrong. Um. Oh well, Tyron Peachy still an option. Sorry. Anyway, that's the wind out of your that. sail. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Bobo, <laughs> do you want to take over? Um, yeah, I've got nothing more to say. Check, check the group chat. The producer's just gotten all of our ears. Anyone want to read out this, the message that was just sent through? No, oh, no, we can leave. Was right. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm on today, yeah, boys. Take a leaf out of Corey Howard and Ira's book. And... <laughs> oh, jeepers. Oh, <laughs> um, anyway, Tino, back to lock, hasn't been producing amazing scores at lock, so um, wouldn't be reading too much into that. But anyway, that's about all I have to say about um, about this Titans team. You, you're done being wrong? All right, beauty. You know what, Tom, I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> did, um, so, Isan Masters, did he play last week? He did. He played, did. Um, yeah, played it four twenty. did nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was okay. easy to miss. Yeah, exactly. I did miss him. Cool. Righto. Moving on. All right. We'll do. Uh, moving on to uh, Roosters and Broncos, I believe, is the next matchup. Yes, I am correct. Um, <laughs> um, basically, it's the same 17 uh, this week for the Roosters. Um, there's been one change to the reserves. Fletcher Baker comes on to the reserves. Um Basically, for the Bronxers, there's been a few. Uh, Albert Kelly comes into 5-8 with, uh, with Anthony Milford being dropped. Um, basically, uh, and then for the for the back row, again, with some suspensions, uh, Jordan Ricky out, which means Keenan Palacia uh, comes into the back row. Uh, David Mead comes onto the wing for uh, Corey Oates. Kobe Hetherington comes on for Danny Levi. Um and then to Herbie Farmworth named but carrying an injury. So those are the those are the teams, boys. Mooney, do you want to get into it, mate? Yeah, I'm going to talk about this Broncos outfit. I think. Um, yeah, I oh, I'm very happy to see Tyson Gamble keeping his um, spot in this halves um, combination. Kamaka Hunt didn't come into the the squad like um, we spoke about yesterday, but um, I think the fact that Albert uh, um, Albert Kelly comes into the squad. The Tyson Gamble surely becomes the dominant half and does all the kicking and whatnot. So I would expect to see. Uh, I've not actually watched Albert Kelly play, but um, 
I expect that Tyson Gamble will do all the kicking, and he's you know he what what he could have been a a twenty four or a thirty without the demerits last week from Tyson Gamble could easily become a forty or a fifty. Um, the fact that he's got all those kick meters that he'll probably get um, and whatnot, so that's good if you're a Tyson Gamble owner, um, and hopefully some. Uh, a better score than a four. Um, that's all I can hope for. Um, uh, there could be a heap, heap of tackles, tackling to to be done here by the Broncos. So um, Payne Haas could just get a fifty in purely tackles. Um, wouldn't be surprised if that's um, if that's Speaking something that of happens. Payne Haas is is low key killing me at the minute. It's tough. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Again, hard if um, Broncos don't have the ball and he can't produce a pure attacking stats in tackle That's breaks. That's the killer, isn't it? We can, right? He's getting nothing. There's there's nothing like he 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 generates a bit of front foot momentum. No one goes on with it. Matty Lodge good, goes all right in patches, but it's just it's just so tough to to watch Payne Haas give it everything. Look like he's making a bit of headway, and then no one capitalise on it. So it's, yeah, it's bloody it's bloody tough for him. I, I I'd imagine. Yeah, I got a feel from a little bit. I don't, I don't see too many missed tackles in this Roosters team unless he decides to run at one of the halves or Ben Marshke maybe. But, you know, that brings me to my next point of TPJ. I reckon he's in for a bigger one here, running at either Lockheed Lamb or Sam Walker. Um, I think he'll be running at Lockheed Lamb. Um, he's on that right that right side, um, which, yeah, still is a little boy compared to... Led to tip compared to TPJ, he's a big man, so um, I think that he could, if the Broncos somehow manage to score a try, I think it'll be through TPJ. Um, that's probably where I'd be going anyway. That's a great point because Val Holmes put him on his backside last week, so it'll be interesting to see if TPJ manages to get him one on one. Yeah, I would be scared if I was good luck, Sam. Thoughts and prayers, brother. Thoughts and prayers. Yep, um. So that's probably about it from this um, this Broncos team. I, I don't think I wouldn't read anything into Keenan Palazzo. I am coming into this uh, into the starting squad. He'll only be there for a couple of weeks until either Jordan Ricky comes back or Alex Glenn comes back from injury, um, which shouldn't be too far away now. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Tommy Flegler, what did he? How did he go last week in um, fantasy wise? I don't think it was anything amazing from him. Thirty five and fifty minutes, so. Got the minutes, didn't grab the points. Um, if he gets, you know, <laughs> if he gets the minutes again this week, I'd be intrigued to see um, if how his um, how his scoring goes because he's much better than that. His PPM's normally, you know, you know, one roughly. So I do kind of hope that he um, can lift that and be a be maybe a genuine option um, if he gets fifty minutes a lock every week. Wouldn't mind that at all. Um, but otherwise, unless you boys had anything to add, that's about it for this Broncos team, I think. be interesting to see oh. how Albert Kelly goes. Um, he's the same Albert Kelly that played for the Titans, right, when it was Aiden Caesar and Kelly in like 2016, 2017. It was a while ago now. But um, he was he was quite good back then. I wonder how, how much pace and speed he's got because he, he was a live wire at 5'8". For the Titans, a bit inconsistent and ended up going to the Super League. But um, yeah, it could be interesting if he has that same energy and brings it to the, the Broncos. But I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, and I also wouldn't read into Cope Hazerington coming into onto the Bronco uh, into this bench. Um, probably going to play a very similar role to what Danny Levi did, and 
limited minutes. I dare, or if not, you know, because he's young, I think they might play 30. So maybe an increase in Jake Turpin's minutes from his 33 last weeks, surely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't read into that and, and be purchasing a Jake Turpin still a sell while they're carrying a bench hooker. Fair. Righto. The, the Roosters. Um, yeah, just based on this uh, Broncos squad, I think um, James Tedesco is definitely probably the buy of the week if you don't have him already. He's, uh, we were talking about this the other day, he's as cheap as he's going to be at 577k off the back of an 80 score. So he's probably going to be backing that up with close to an 80 again this week, I'd imagine. I can see the Roosters putting on a decent score against the Broncos if they have a, a game similar to last week. I mean, if you can't perform at um, Suncorp on Magic Ground. Like, I don't see how they're going to back it up at the SCG um, at Roosters home ground. So um, Teddy's going to be in for a big one this week. And if you don't have him, um, yeah, now's the time to pick him up. Even if he is playing Origin, I'd still pick him up if you can afford uh, him. Boycott Teddy. Boycott him. He headbutted, Tom, he headbutted uh, Lock. uh, Lockenberg <laughs> in the stomach and then got him set off. I'm boycotting oh, Teddy. Geez. That's how he runs, though. He, the, you've got to know that. He's, it's how he like runs, and he hasn't exactly changed at all, Teddy. Anyway, I'm not going to not going to talk about it because you're always going to side with the Cowboys. So, yeah, um, at least I'm consistent. <laughs> the other, the other, obviously, two options. Uh, I guess well, a lot of people have Sam Walk already, but Lockie Lamb is a very interesting one now that he's back in the squad. Um, had a a big hand in a lot of what the Roosters did last week against the the Cowboys. Um, and did a lot more of the ball playing. Of course, Sam Walker was there and um, had a try as well and backing up a lot of the play, but it seemed like Lockie Lamb was doing a lot more of the the kicking and the ball playing. So um, Lamb taking on a bigger role um, with Sam Walker, obviously, compared to Kiri, could see his points increase. I think a lot of people are probably turned off um, Lamb just based on um, the start that he had to the season before he got injured. So um, at 440k, he's still quite expensive and would need to consistently keep hitting 50 plus scores to you know get a decent amount of price rises but he's yeah generally one to look at um if he can you know take the brunt of the kick meters and take a brunt of the the ball playing and ease off sam walker a bit but it seems at the moment that they're probably going to be sharing um those responsibilities for the roosters just because i mean kiri's left such a big void um in this roosters pack so yeah just be a bit cautious if that's one you you're interested in going for uh, outside of that, Angus Crichton, back to his uh, big scores. It's good. Had an 87. Uh, he's obviously a genuine option, um, even coming into... I'd be cautious actually buying him coming into Origin, but um, if you don't have him already, he's one to look at uh, past Origin um, because he'll be, you know, consistently getting... Well, not consistent. He is generally pretty inconsistent, has the 30s and 40s along with the, the big 80s. So, um, But he's generally a season-long keeper if you have him already. Outside of that, I think that's really it from this Roosters team. There's not a lot of, of obviously a lot of good scorers on their day, but um, in terms of keepers and genuine fantasy options, I think that's um, the big scorers, unless you boys have any other opinions. No, I think you pretty much covered it. Yeah, I reckon you've done a pretty good job there, mate. Oh, thanks, Burma. Oh, <laughs> uh, moving Sweet. on to what should have been a good game, but uh, again, you know, we'll, we'll see how we go here. But, um, Raiders, uh, again, dealing with a, a lot of suspensions there. Um, Jack White and Josh Papali'i, Josh Hodgson are all out. Um, Sam Williams comes into the halves. Dynamis Louis moves from lock to prop. Uh, Brad Schneider has been named to make his debut off the bench in place of Hodgson. Hudson Young goes to 13. Ryan Sutton 
Um, looks to come onto the bench. Um, those are the changes for the Durs. And then for the Storm, uh, Ryan Pappenhausen uh, out after copying the nasty head knock. Uh, Nico Hines uh, in at fullback. Chris Lewis, the big dog, um, allegedly will be partnering Jerome Hughes in the halves. Uh, <laughs> no, no way that actually happens come kickoff time. Uh, Brandon Smith uh, comes back into the side. Um, uh, Tyson Smoothie out. Um, and then that's the team. Uh, Mooney, do you want to get into it, mate? Yeah, would love to. Um, oh, look, I'm going to talk about the Raiders here. And... Um, yeah, hundreds all round, I think. Um, coming up against a rubbish storm team. Caleb Aikens. Oh, yeah, say boy. it. T- say he's turning up. Say it. No, nah, he's turning up then. Beauty. Um, look, he, he has been scoring pretty well um, You know, in a Raiders team that hasn't been performing heaps, um, performing overly well. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see if he can actually keep up his scores. Um, but I think he's probably... Uh, almost, almost a sell anyway. Um, considering that chance is coming back, so if you don't pick the Raiders doing anything in attack, then um, you could probably sell Caleb Aikens this week and be pretty content with it. Um, he's gained 120k, so um, I don't think you sell him too early at all, considering that he could come out and get less than 10. very good against fullbacks. So. That's um. I like the way you think. Um. Yeah, thank you. Being consistent this year, but um, you know, hopefully, can. Keep going and reward some reward um, come second half of the season. Um, Corey Haronair is producing good scores and um, keeps his price rise ticking along. He's about low 400s and still a buy. Um, and that's probably where it ends. Uh, wouldn't be reading into the Hudson Youngs and the Ryan Suttons and whatnot, considering that their minutes are sort of big question marks um, around them. So, yeah, that's probably about it. I, I, yeah, look. Want to say it's going to be a good game, but um, this could be a, a clinic. Absolute blowout this game. By the Raiders, yeah, 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 sure, mate, you. yeah, yeah. I'm going to be there, sitting with you, watching it um, on what Saturday night. I hope. Love to see <laughs> that. Um, yeah, look, the Storm. Um, even though they're missing a few of their key players, um, they showed against even against the Dragons that they can still put on 50 points without some key players. Um, of course, the a couple of sim biddings helped them, but at the same time, um, geez, Jerome Hughes, he's just an absolute gun, isn't he? Um, he basically controls this team even without Munster. He's still the still the figurehead and controlling them um, in the middle there. So um, he had what his last four scores, five scores have been 
absolutely enormous. I think his five round average is around the 75 mark. So he is absolutely insane at the moment. And he's probably, uh, I mean, if you have him, he's a season long keeper. Um, and he's definitely a pot option as well because he's only in 6% of teams. Um, even with uh, Munster in the team, he's scoring big. So he's a genuine option and a, a gun if you can get him in. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolute monster for the Storm team. Um, outside of that, I wouldn't be worrying about getting in Nico Hines or any of these players coming in for the for the for the week. Um, it'll be very short lived. It'll be interesting to see if Chris Lewis, like you said, actually starts at number six. Um, I heard the producer say that uh, Cooper Johns is on the reserve, so he could possibly uh, come in as well. So um, I'd probably expect Cooper Johns to come in at six, and then Chris Lewis move to the bench, maybe knock uh, Penne or Eisenhuth um, back into the reserves. So that'd be pretty interesting to see, and good for him to get a bit of experience against a, an, a, a Raiders side with a bit low on confidence at the moment. So. Um, yeah, I think that's in terms of fantasy options. That's really it. I'd say a lot of the fantasy um, options for the storm are out. So yeah, there's not really too much to talk about here. Unless you boys have anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm pretty sweet. I don't want to ruin men's confidence, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it there. I reckon. Are you gonna go, men? Fifty. Um, <laughs> I think it's best for my confidence that I do not. Oh, please though. I'll take photos. <laughs> Chuck them on the Insta. Oh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> How about we watch it at your place instead? And uh, <laughs> God, that's dangerous too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Anyway, we'll no, move on. Fair enough. I, I just, beauty, dad, no, I didn't want an invite. I'm just, I'm sitting here waiting, waiting for someone to say, Bemo, will you be coming? Nothing. <laughs> to be fair, I invited myself Look, to Daniel's house. I'll be there. Tom, come along. We can come with me. <laughs> hey, How mate, about... I've been brushed. <laughs> Bermo and I will go to the game. We'll have a really good time and we'll come back and see oh, you after. Now Bermo gets a shout. Now that Mooney doesn't want to go, I get a shout. Where are we? <laughs> Wait, I, is the producer in our ears? Does he want to Does he want to show? No, he doesn't care. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you've got him in your ear because he's not in my ear. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'd be in the host ear. That's very I strange. I don't get it. He's giving me nothing. Donuts. <laughs> um, moving on to what should be an absolute cracker. Uh, Rabbitohs and Panthers, boys. Uh, for the for the Rabbitohs, Latrell's back, um, which is massive. Uh, Cody Walker back to 5'8", Benji back to the reserves. Uh, Josh Mansour back into the lineup. Tiny Milne drops out of the 21. Um, Jacob Hose comes back to the bench. Uh, Jaime Sele out. Uh, um, Jed Cartwright out of the squad as well. Um, uh, for the Panthers, Kurt Catewell comes back. Uh, Liam Martin to the interchange bench. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood back to the reserves. Uh, that's it, boys. Um, Daniel, far away, mate. Yeah, look, any other game, I'd say that Latrell Mitchell was going to come back and be absolutely firing after his suspension. But against the Panthers, it might be um, very hard for him to get involved, I'd say. Um, very interesting to see how he goes this week, because I'm sure he'll try to get involved everywhere he can. But... Um, at times when Latrell tries to do too much, he can uh, struggle to perform. So it'll be interesting to see how the Rabbitohs play this week now that they've got their fullback back and the halves are, are back to normal and Benji's at 14. They've basically got their their starting team, I believe. I don't think they have... Oh, other than Campbell, uh, yeah, Campbell Graham out and Burns in. So, um, yeah, they are basically full strength and um, it's probably the, the best chance they have to beat the Panthers, uh, I guess, this week. Um, 
outside of that, Cody Walker had a pretty good game on the on the weekend with a couple of tries. That'll boost his confidence coming into this game. Um, in terms of fantasy options, I think we're talking about Damien Cook the other day being um, back to his best and scoring, you know, around that 60-point-a-week mark. I think he had a couple of mid-50 scores and then came out with a, a mid-60 score this week. So, um, you know, he's back to his best and, and firing as well, and he's a bit underpriced. I think he's down 100 or so K from where he started. So if you can get him in... Um, at the moment, that'll be good as well. But um, at the same time, he's going to be playing Origin. So uh, one to um, maybe hold off on. But if you want to get him while he's cheap, now's the best time because he is down um, on price. Uh, outside of that, Dane Gagai, um, he is back in at centre. So he should see his scores, um, you know, come back to... Come back to normal with the halves pairing back um, at it again as well, even though the last couple of weeks he's had a few under underwhelming scores. I think they're around the 20 mark. Um, I should see him now that the halves pairing and the fullback are back to, you know, back to those 40 to 50 point scores, hopefully, and definitely a lot more attacking stats coming his way with the trail um, back as well. So, yeah, I'd say they're the, the big talking points for the Rabbitohs. Um, Moon, how about the Panthers? Yeah, look, it's hard to talk about the Panthers, isn't it? They... um. Because they're all, we say it every week, they're all good. So I expect it's going to be much from muchness from these blokes. Um, they're all going to score pretty well, I think. I, um, it seems like we battled sort of the forwards, the forwards here. Um, you know, the Panthers, the Panthers boys sort of just they stroll up the field just so so easily. Um, you know, we saw it against the Titans. So um, I think it's going to be a big battle between you know the likes of. You know, Tommy Burgess, Tavita Totola, and sort of Jai Arrow, I think, a little bit. It's, it's going to be, you know, Moses Leota and James Fisher-Harris watching them run off the back fence. They're so hard to stop. So I think if the, if the Rabbitohs forwards um, actually bring their A game and, you know, stop this Panthers team running, you know, just strolling upfield willy-nilly, I think, um, you know, you'll see maybe you might see some decreased scores then. But look, I... I Things having much and much as from all, <laughs> from all the usual suspects. Um, Nathan Cleary, uh, surely he doesn't set more records. Who? But yeah, <laughs> Ivan Cleary. Um, yeah. Oh, is that, is that the coach's kid? I reckon that's the only reason he gets a game. To be honest, because he's the coach's <laughs> son. Just quietly. Yeah. Bit of nepotism there. Well, just a bit of a passenger. It does nothing. Yeah, I agree. To be honest. It's, a, it's honestly, honestly, an interesting point you have there, Moon. Um, the Rabbitohs, they like Tom Burgess and Tavita Totola. They can really, you know, muscle up and get on the front foot for the for this Rabbitohs team. Um, they have shown that they can roll some teams, even with big forward packs, and that's how the Rabbitohs kind of get on the front foot and you know unlock Latrell at the back there, um, and Cody Walker as well at five eight. And yep. even though the Panthers can play off the back foot, that's the only time I see them ever probably getting close to losing a game because even on the back foot, I'm sure the Panthers can still score like 20 odd points. Um, but that's the only way teams are going to score against them is if they, you know, get on the front foot, get that quick play of the ball and actually get a rolling start. Um, and Latrell is just absolutely dangerous running towards the edges. I'm sure he'll probably run over like the likes of Stephen Crichton and Charlie Staines. If he can get, um, get a go at that edge, um, you know, should be interesting. Yeah, no, I agree. I I hope it's a good game, uh, and I, got, I don't see another blowout. But gotta be honest, I got the bunnies winning. No, you don't. Do I you? I do, hundred percent, mate. Oh, I, I just I, I I reckon they're a sniff, mate. Latrell comes back. 
Honestly, I just I reckon they're a shout. If if not, if they don't win, I reckon they go bloody close. Just quietly. I hope I hope it's close. I'd like to see a really good game. You know, it's it's as full strength as the bunny's gonna get. I wouldn't mind I think Campbell Graham will probably start. Um you know, considering he's in the twenty one, that's um that's yeah, that looks good for his um for the likes of him rejoining his team. So honestly, I do, I reckon they're a shout. Shout out Sammy D. I reckon the bunnies. If if they don't win, they make you proud. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Definitely going to be some fight in him. Latrell's going to be yeah, he's going to be electric. I'm sure, wanting to get back into the contest here. Um, boys, anything else you want to touch on that game? Because we've got an absolute cracker of a game as well to to follow it. What do you reckon? Anything, anything else you want to touch on? No, nah, let's move on. Boys, Can't wait to get to this game. Manly and Para. This could be this could be game of the year type stuff. This could be unreal. Um, basically, for the for the Eels, only one change. Uh, Joey Lusick comes on the interchange. Uh, Ray Stone drops back to uh, to the reserves. Um, for the Sea Eagles, uh, Kay Cuss comes into. Uh, he's come. Well, he's he's in the side. But he's coming into the run on side for for Kieran Foran. Uh, broke his hand. Um, Josh Schuster stays in the back row. Um, Marty Tapao, uh named it prop. Sean Kepi on the bench again, but they they always do the switch. Um, Zach Sadler named the interchange bench. Um, that's pretty much it, gentlemen. There's not not a whole lot of changes, um, but yeah, should be an absolute cracker. Daniel, why don't why don't you kick us off, mate? Since it's your boys. Yeah, look, I I think this game's going to be great to watch from anyone that doesn't follow these teams' um, point of view. But geez, I am nervous um, coming into this game. Just the the way Manly have put on points in the last few weeks, they they could put fifty on us. But I'm hoping that we can get, get close to putting fifty on them at the same time. Um, it's yeah, it's going to be one of those games. It's going to kind of ping pong back and forth between these two teams. But um, yeah, very worried about Tom Trebojevic in the form he's in. Um, anyway, for this Parramatta team, um, Jacob Arthur had a very good debut on the weekend. He um, he's been quite a good steady hand. He was a good steady hand there for Mitch Moses. Um, had his had a try assist and a try to his name. Um, very good debut, and um, I'm sure he'll be a good fill in while. Um, uh, Dylan Brown's out. Um, I, I don't know if you boys saw the uh, Instagram post um, of him seeing uh, his dad going yeah. back in the shed. Jeez, that's emotional. I get the old heartstrings, boy. Yeah, hey. what a moment. Um, yeah, great for him, and yeah, great for great for the club as well. I guess. Um, Mitch Moses um, looks like a genuine um, gun. We've been saying this for the last few weeks, and if you can trade up to him, someone like, you know, I mean, we've been saying Munster to Moses is a good trade, even though everyone thinks it's sideways, but the fact that Munster's going to be playing Origin and is out for the next couple of weeks as well um, means that trade's a bit more attractive with Moses playing through the Origin period. So um, Moses, still a genuine get-in, um, and I think you should get him in if you can. Um, the other other one is Ryan Madison. Now on the weekend, he I think he only he came back to only scoring a fifty odd, if I can recall. I'm just getting his stats up now. Fifty-five, he got. Yeah, fifty-five with a try. So um, obviously not as good as his score with against the Roosters, but um, encouraging signs that he's hopefully gonna you know keep getting eighty minutes um, after getting another eighty against the Warriors. Um, just it'll be interesting to see what he scores and if he can get um you know a few more attacking stats which is generally where he gets those elevated scores from so um yeah good signs for him um a good option as well at only 680k because he can be a you know a 60 plus point scorer um a week so um one to look out for and 
still good to get him in your team if you can. Uh, Reed Mahoney as well, still going strong. Um, I think he's he's dropped a bit of cash actually. He's hasn't you know been hitting the seventies and eighties that he was getting at the start of the season, but he's still kind of trucking along in that that mid fifties to sixties. Obviously had that game with the the head knock um, where he came off against the Roosters, but outside of that, you know, he's probably going to be averaging around fifty five to sixty points long term. So he's definitely a hold. Um, for the season if you've got him and I'm sure some people will be looking to get him in as he drops a bit of cash over the next couple of weeks from that game where he got a head knock so he lost 30k last week and wait no he lost anyway he lost cash 42k there you go last week um, and he's probably going to lose you know another 30 40k this week even if he gets a, a 60 odd score so um, yeah dropping in price pretty quick and would look like an attractive option um, in the next couple of weeks if you can get him in. And yeah, Moon, do you want to talk about Manly? Yeah, I would love to. Um, you know, everyone's eyes are, as they have been for the last you know month, uh, going to be on Tommy Turbo to see if he can um, produce these keeper level scores that he has against, um, you know, probably some underwhelming teams um, against a, a top three team here um, to really see if Manly are the real deal. Um uh, it's going to be, you know, on the shoulders of probably Tommy Turbo and DCE because, um, boy, they've been good the last few weeks. So, um, yeah, Jason Saab, look, I hate talking about him, but he's suddenly kind of fantasy relevant. He's in, he's in 21% of teams just filling a spot on their bench and all of a sudden he's at 400K and it is just utter bullshit but that's all right <laughs> heartbreaking um, if you got rid of him yeah look you you'd be cheering if he was just sitting on your bench and you were you know happened to happen to start him over the last few weeks or just just have him it's good cash to be made it's easy money but not not a purchase i would not be going out and buying him i um it's just good if you had him from the start um yeah dca um look in these tight games where Turbo's been playing, DC seems to go... His fantasy scores don't really reflect his performance, I guess. He um, doesn't have the big, you know, the tackle breaks and the and the line breaks um, or heaps of try assists. Tommy Turbo seems to have the last last hand in everything. So, you know, it kind of wouldn't surprise me if DC's scores weren't huge uh, fantasy-wise, but um, he still should have a huge impact in this game, surely. Um, yeah, Josh Schuster not playing six is, is good as well. I, I don't mind that for his, um, for his fantasy prospects. I'd kind of thought that he would considering how they plan to play him next year. Um, my understanding of how they plan to play him next year. Um, so yeah, that's very good. I'm very pleased to see that. And Jake Turbo, um, Jake Trojevic even, he has been pretty good. Um, and I've been touting him as a buy the last few weeks and I stand by it. Um, I think he's he's going to rack up the tackles this week in a much harder contest, and any attacking stats that he can muster uh, will be a big bonus. And wouldn't be surprised if he's scoring up around sixty, fifty-five to sixty again um, that we typically see from him. Actually, the man that I sort of skipped over, Marty the man. Um, now, would you would you boys pick him up? Look, he has been his scoring has been more Marty the Man esque the last few weeks. He's been up around the fifties. He's looked better actually. Watching Manly, you know, since Turbo comes back in, this whole Manly team 
um, has just looked so much better. They've got a little bit of energy about them, and you can see it in Murray Powell's fantasy score. So is he someone that you'd now look at and think, you know, cheeky point of difference for your mids? Don't mind look, it, to be honest. Yeah, he's he's not bad. He's a he's a decent point of difference, but he's I don't know around some of the other players we've been talking about. Um, I don't know. There's just there's so many good mids that that score well, and his kind of form um, ties to Manly holding this form for the whole season. So, you know, if you know, I don't want to see it, but Turbo gets injured again or, you know, DCE goes down or something like that, it could be a different story in terms of his scores. So, um, yeah, one to be cautious of, but I can see the value of him, um, especially at the price he is now. I think he's back to where he started the season. Actually, he's 10K down from where he started the season. So, um, yeah, decent pot option, but, yeah, comes with a risk. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's probably about all I had to say about this um, this manly squad. Um, I think it's going to be a cracking game, and I can't wait um, for this Sunday afternoon footy. I think, I think, I think that's it, man. I think, I think we've we've got to get through. Uh, we've, got, we've got to slay a few dragons to get to the princess there. The, the Thursday, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday games not uh, not potentially that much excitement in them, except for maybe the uh, the South Panthers game. But yeah, that's Sunday. That Sunday ticket, man. Boy, oh boy. Exciting! Yeah. Oh, sorry, like no, that. yeah, that the South South Panthers is on the that is on the Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh wow, yeah, just sun, Sunday's Sunday's the day. That's gonna be a cracker. All right, boys, another question for you. Um, obviously, we saw a, a lot of this uh, a lot of this last round. Now, suspensions they are going to happen. Bold predictions. Who's getting suspended this week, Moon? Um, I am going to say. <laughs> Ben Murdoch Masila. Um, I think he's just lazy and he is gonna stick an arm out and clobber someone. So um you can see that happening. Boy, oh boy. Unlucky oh, Benny. Shirt. What do you, what do you what do you reckon, Daniel? Yeah, look, um I only just picked up TPJ last week and I am now um extremely worried that he's gonna go any week now, so um yeah, TPJ is in concern. extreme danger. Yeah. I mean he's 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 such a good pickup, but yeah, he's very prone to getting sent. Um and he's always at the judiciary normally, so yeah, worrying times. Yeah, Friend, of <laughs> Friend of the judiciary. <laughs> <laughs> also, um a decent shout for Latrell as well. I mean, he could come back in and be, you know, red hot and accidentally throw an arm out, clobber someone and be just gone as soon as he came back so who knows yeah fly in fly out <laughs> straight away exactly uh boys you reckon, i reckon if, he's it's only gonna be, he's, he's only got a limited window here but he's good for it in his 15 minute stint i reckon andrew Fafita just quietly <laughs> i reckon he's, Mate, a he's big been training chance, the boys. house down though yeah. <laughs> yeah, no you're right no you're right all right maybe his training maybe his training kicks in and he and he uh and he, and, he, and he doesn't clob at someone, but I just reckon in that 15-minute stint, I reckon he's good for a head-eye. Oh, he did it in, like, his second game, right, at, um, in New South Wales Cup. Yeah, and he punched someone. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't he punch someone or something as well? Oh, no, sorry, no, that was Will Chambers or something. Uh, he, yeah, the, anyway, take your pick from this shark side, actually. I, re- I reckon the sharks will do a dragons. They'll uh, forget they'll the have... flying arm. It's the flying fist from the sharks, folks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Uh, have we got buys, sells, and holds for this week? You both I, got them. I do. Why don't you fire away then, man? Who's your buy? Who's your sell? Who's your hold? I'd love to. My buy, uh, Jason Tamalolo. Um, 
his minutes are back up. I'm confident. I um I really like him. Good through the orange period as well. Cowboys play round. I'm gonna say round seventeen. I reckon they play. And yeah, I'm pretty sure we right. played. I thought we played the round thirteen. No. Do we play the round seventeen? Do we play round seventeen? Um, Beautiful. So. Yeah, look, I still think he's a good option to have. Um, if you can bring him in, if you you know have to do it after round thirteen, that's still fine. But you know, never no time like the present. I I don't mind, don't mind that option. Uh, my hold is Connor Watson um, for reasons that I've already mentioned, and my sell uh, once again is still Anthony Milford. Uh, if you if you have him, only two percent of people still have him because I am one good. of those two percent. Yeah, that was directed. <laughs> At you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Cheers. He's going straight to Teddy this week. Love that. But yeah, there's my buy, my hold, and my sell. Over to you. Yeah, righto. I'll go next. Um, as I said, uh, Tedesco is my buy. He's just way too good at that price to pass up, even with Origin around the corner. Got to get on that while he's that cheap. Otherwise, he could end up being, you know, closer to 700, 800K uh, by the end of the Origin period. Um my hold, I'm going to say Dane Laurie. I think um, the fact that he's still playing and isn't really, um, and uh, you know, there's bigger issues in most people's teams than, uh, you know, a, a, a player that scored a couple average scores compared to what he's normally normally gets. And the fact that he covers for a lot of these winger fullbacks over the origin period he's why is why I'm probably going to hold him. Uh, until, you know, round 16, 17. So he's definitely a hold. And my sell would be Jordan Ricky if you still have him. He's, yeah, a definite offload um, out for two weeks. And I know he's probably going to come back and play close to 80, but when you've got, you know, Alex Glenn also coming back, um, it's, yeah, a bit hard to hold on to him considering TPJ has shored up the the edge spot there for the Broncos. Would it uh, would it surprise you to say that I've got, I've actually got a buy, sell, and a hold this week, boys? Oh, love to hear that. Let's I'll go. Start, I'll, start, I'll start with my buy. My buy is Dilly Edwards. Love what I see, and he's not going to play Origin, and he's a pod. So I you're a pod, he, pod yeah, squad, pod squad baby. Uh, and again, this uh, this goes with the well. This one isn't really a, a pod, but I just I just think Josh Curran. I I love what he does. So he's out if he's if it's only two weeks. I reckon he's a hold, to be honest. Um, and then my sell. This can be controversial, boys, but I want you. I want you to hear me out. Uh, my sell, Sam Walker. Ooh, because okay. his break even's getting up there, and Lockie Lamb, his break even's now almost forty odd now, I think. And I, I don't see consistent forties in his future necessarily with all these injuries in the in the Roosters pack. And Lockie Lamb looks to be the dominant half. So Sam Walker has too many missed tackles. Uh, for for me to have faith that he's going to hit his break even every week, he's already made a hell of a lot of money, and you could go straight swap to a to a certified genuine gun. So that so he's he's my sell. That's my thoughts, boys. Not a not a bad shout. Yeah, yeah I don't fair. mind it if you um, don't have a heap of issues like I do. I cannot afford to trade out Sam Walker. So um, if yeah, you can trade out Sam Walker, then not not a bad option. Um, yeah, I don't mind it depending on your circumstances. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Bit of credibility. I'm on fire tonight, lads. Yeah, yeah. doing well. Look at you That's go, man. Hell. It's rare. It's rare. <laughs> In rare form. Yeah, I was, bound to, I was bound to have a good week eventually. Uh, gentlemen, I will I will just go to you quickly as well. Look, don't say Nathan Cleary, but who's uh, who do we think is going to top score? Oh. I'm going to go Latrell. I, I think I don't he's mind that. been... I, I don't mind that. Yeah, he's been like bubbling up. He's probably chomping at the bit to get out there. He's yeah, 
he's raring to go. He could go big, even against the Panthers. Don't mind it. Yeah, actually, Latrell was who I was going to say, but I will um, sure mix were. it up and <laughs> go. <laughs> oh my word, Tom! Do you have a do you have a top scorer? So do, do I? Do I? We got we going to me because you haven't done the research, mate. Is that the case? That is not the case. I just want to leave the suspense for the best to last. No, fair enough. My my top scorer, a little bit controversial here, but I reckon it's going to be Angus Crichton. Damn I reckon it. he's got it. I reckon he's got. I reckon he's got some meat meat pies in him. Lord Farquad, I reckon he's got some meat pies in him. We need to get a, a drum roll in for this one for when. Go on, we... Moon. Go on, Moon. You made us wait, brother. You run the risk of sending me in first. Who's uh, uh who's top scoring? Say, as much as I hate to say, I'm gonna say it's Jerome Hughes. Really? Uh, yeah, the storm yeah. went up about in the way That's he's storm. been going the last the last month has been unreal. Um and well, look, I hope it doesn't happen, but I can see him very quickly. Um you know, tries, tries, assists, don't care. I, I think that he's probably going to pull out his bag of tricks and have a good... He's been. The, he's going to have to be the dominant half, um, you know, especially, let's say, um, for whatever reason, Chris Lewis plays at six. Jerome Hughes does everything, so... Yeah. Yeah, I think Jerome Hughes is probably... He's my top scorer this round anyway, I think. You know what? Not a bad little shout there. I don't mind it. Worth the wait? Don't mind it at all. Uh, <laughs> I've got a... Before we wrap up, um, I think I've got a bit of a, a fan question. Not that we've actually been directly asked it, but I've seen a lot of comments about it on the socials. Um, <laughs> if you're if you're stuck with just for asking for an opinion, general opinion, if you're stuck with Tyron Peachy and Momorowski, and you have say like a, a bench center in the way of you know a Roberts or a a, a Bird or someone like that, um, how do you get away with that situation? Should you be trading? What should you be doing? Um, I would be trading Momorowski if I had him. Uh, play Bird because he's not a bad option at all. Um, and hold Tyrone Peachy. Um, stash him on your bench because if he only comes back in two weeks and doesn't get picked in this Origin team, he's going to be very handy to have. So, no, I heard I heard he was getting picked this week. I heard you two said he was getting picked this week. <laughs> yeah, well, I still stand by it. Thomas. This you this year. <laughs> so if he's he going to trained... end his three year Origin exile this year, boys. <laughs> What do you mean three? It's been 12 months. Thank you. If you trade Momorowski, then who do you trade to as a center? Stephen do you trade up? Do you you go down? Stephen Crichton. It's not a bad shout. If you've got a, you've got a little bit of money in the bank, that's not a bad little shout there. Yep. Right yeah, on. I don't mind that, actually. Who do you voice? Or what would you say, Daniel? Who would you bring him? Don't I ask him because the... you know what he's going to say. You know, you know <laughs> who he's going to say. <laughs> I'm glad you dare. asked, Moon. I'm glad you asked. Oh, you're um, a bad person, Lockwood. <laughs> no, um, look, if you want to trade up, I would look at someone like a, especially if you're probably strapped for cash, even though you do have Momorowski, you probably go to someone that you hope will kind of improve in scores, someone like a, a Gagai or a Bradman Best, you, you're hoping that they come good. Otherwise, if you're not confident on trading up to a, a, a hopeful good scorer, um, you can almost trade down to, you know, like I said, an M-Buy. Or, um, yeah, that's really it. There's no real cheap centers, actually. I mean, if you want to go like a, 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 sh- a Shup, I think that's the, the Bulldog center. I mean, sure, you can take that risk, but, I wouldn't be too confident in that either. So, um, yeah, not too many options in the centres. I mean, Kotrick's always an option as well. He had a good score, I think, last week. But, um, yeah, he's very up and down. So there's a lot of centres out there that are up and down, not a lot of consistency. 
If anyone is brave, is ballsy enough to bring in um, Moses and my, please let us know. Hit us up a DM on the Instagram. I would love. That. <laughs> we'll be assuring oh, personal and public apologies. <laughs> if he gets a fifty this week, you boy, you boys need to give me a public apology on the pod. All right. If he gets a fifty, fine. All right. Thank if you. He, if he get if he gets above fifty, I'll above give you. I'll 50. give you an apology. I'll give you an okay, apology. Righto. No, you know, I'll give you an apology if he hits fifty. On the <laughs> yeah, in before he yeah, hits fifty. And <laughs> right, if he only if he gets exactly fifty, that's the only number I'll give you an apology for. If he gets a hundred, unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I think right, that's boys. It, boys. I'm excited, gentlemen. I'm excited. It's gonna be a cracking weekend of footy. Love your work, boys. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks, boys. Well thanks, done, boys. Mate. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Look out for our round eleven review coming Monday.